Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello, my friends. This week, I want to talk about artificial intelligence and all of these new programs that have become very ubiquitous in the last year. ChatGPT, um, all of these ones creating images. I've very much been following a lot of threads of artists because I've been heavily involved in the artist community for years and witnessing our collective heartbreak, frustration, and fear as artificial intelligence comes in and is, you know, trained on artwork. (laughs) That's ours that we took years to develop that skill for that we were really making our living from. And without permission, in most cases, these algorithms have been trained and now we're spitting out work where you can type in, make it look like so-and-so's artwork. And there it is. And the very tangible fear and frustration that's happening for people in the creative community, writers, actors, as we recognize that our livelihoods can be replicated and taken from us so that someone else can make money and it won't be us. And less and less of us will have jobs or will be paid very little for very little that turns into so much. And it feels very out of our control and it feels very frustrating And as these new technologies are marketed to everybody, you know, it's marketed and, oh, it's just going to make life so much easier. If you're a business owner, I'm getting a lot of those emails and just advertisements. Hop on the AI bandwagon, learn how to be great at prompting all of these things, because then you don't have to hire as many people and you can get so much more work done in less time. And isn't that wonderful? And then you'll be able to sell more stuff. And to me, that feels so incredibly short-sighted. It feels like, okay, well, even if I did that, and that's all great for me as a business owner, if I had a million dollars, and then I could make more millions of dollars, who the hell is going to buy my shit if nobody has jobs anymore to be able to buy it because we've hired so many fewer people, and the ones that we have are being paid so much less because a machine is doing that work. And there's always the argument that comes back, which is, oh, well, AI you know, it's just another technological revolution. This is how people felt when the cotton gin came in and all these other technologies and, you know, horse and buggies were replaced by cars and all of that. And to an extent, I do understand that technology does continually change and that it does disrupt many industries and communities. To me, AI feels like it's a deeper change than what it's being sold to us as, that while it can, I mean, we've been using it for years, right? Like I'm using some kind of algorithm and trained machine to edit podcasts already. There's feeds and things that I do where I say, okay, take this podcast and then just post it other places. And obviously that's done by a machine as well so that I don't have to do each thing individually because I just don't have the time. So I do understand its utility. I think my concern is about the creative element in this particular case And in the fact that it seems like the people who are running these technologies don't even understand actually what it's doing or how it's doing it, and that it's so quick to proliferate. 
that as soon as everyone starts using it, we're now having the machine do most of our job for us. We don't know what information we're working from. And it it scares me to think that I don't have to know a lot about something to spit out a paper about a topic I know nothing about now, but I have no idea if the source material was quality or not. And I think that's a danger. And then the more of um, fake or manipulated or artificial articles or images or whatever is produced, the more we get used to that, but the less we can trust what's even coming out. And I have a problem when the source that most people are looking to, which is like on the internet, we're looking at social media, we're looking at video, all of these things that are so easy now to manipulate or create in an instant based off of whatever we already found out on the internet. If you're not the person who originally created that content, you have like no quality control. I guess that's part of it too. So that's upsetting. And I have a lot more feelings also about like stealing people's you know, creative output, their intellectual property, and then just turning it around to make a profit with no regard to how you got to what you were able to make in the first place. Super frustrating. I think it's morally devoid and I hate it. And I also recognize that this is what's happening. It is, it already is. People are already hiring fewer people. They're hiring people to use this technology. They are going to be using it and they're going to be hiring people who can use it, it's, it's just different. And it makes me personally want to retreat more from everything that I can find out there. <laughs> it's so interesting. I was like, you know what? I want to have an analog life. I want to actually go out and see real things, talk to real people, touch real stuff, have a tangible tactile experience, because I know that that's something that can't be replicated, and I don't want to replicate it online. I want to have a life here in my physical body existing and enjoying real things to me. I understand the irony of that when I also am like, but I love playing games and being online and like being in, you know, creative online situations that apparently aren't real, right? Like I'm not really in World of Warcraft or whatever else. I'm not really in a video game, but I do enjoy playing. So <laughs> what does that mean? Right? Like where do we draw the line? And all of us have to make those individual decisions it's a really complicated topic and I have complicated feelings about it. I guess uh, we can only ever live by what we believe in, right? So the actions that I take and the actions that you take are going to be based on what you believe is for the best and that supports the way you want to live the most. I obviously take advantage of like, I love having online maps on my phone and being able to just pull up like, Hey, tell me how to get wherever. And I do trust that that information is true and good. I worry that we should probably do more to safeguard these things. I guess that's where I'm coming from is that I want to see steep regulation on it and mostly for people's protection for the common good to say, I want my maps to be accurate. I want the information that I'm reading not all to just be opinion pieces that have been couched as though they're research papers. I care a lot about science and research. I want to still be able to trust publications and the people who are producing them. And I don't want to see it deteriorate. I don't want it to get even worse than I already know that it is. And I think that we're on a precipice of things rapidly going to a place where we can't trust much. And that is a worrisome thing for society, particularly on the scale as we have it right now, where the whole world is mostly on the same page. We all use the same internet. We're subject to whatever we're getting fed. 
There's also a huge propensity for algorithms to feed us more of what we want to hear because it keeps us engaged longer. And the more that I look at advertising and social media, it's a reason that I'm off of it. And I really only use it to automate and say, hey, I've made a podcast and I don't post very much. It's because of this, because I know that when I'm on social media, it's going to feed me more and more of the things that it thinks I want to see. And it's good at it. It isn't good at keeping us engaged and it wants to sell us stuff. And you see it in advertisements and like games that I play on my phone, like just stuff comes up and it wants you to watch it and you don't really have a choice and you have to listen. And I have tactics and strategies for not absorbing that stuff where I'll just like notice it's an ad and turn the phone away and have the sound off and not look until I like flip it in a minute and see if it's gone. But when I do look, it does make me want to buy stuff. It does make me start thinking about things that I wasn't thinking about otherwise. And I know that you're experiencing the same thing as well. Like there's no place that we can go where we're not being fed something to think, where we're not being fed something to have an opinion about, where we're not being poked to get our emotions heightened in some way, whether it's good or bad. And then they're anchoring a product or an opinion that we should then associate with that feeling. It's scary, really. And it's not how things were even 20 years ago. And I want you to really like remember that. Even only 20 years ago, things were not like this. People weren't being fed quite as much opinions about what to think. People actually had to think a little bit more for themselves. And was that really a bad thing? I would say, no, it really wasn't. I think it was a great thing. I want to see more of that. And for me, my decision is to just do more things so that I'm enjoying my life and being present in my life more. I find that I'm less present when I'm online. And as fun as it is for me to think about downloading an AI program like ChatGPT and use it to create, you know, more works like myself or duplicate myself in a weird way. Ah, there's something exciting about it where you're like, oh, I'm living in the future, but recognize also, or at least I do, that if I do that and it's out there, am I training it more on myself? How many more versions and variations are going to be found out there? I also think about how, you know, an entire generation has grown up with Facebook and parents and them just posting images their entire life online and they never go away. And now we have AI getting out there and just training itself on what it means to be human. And it's based on all of that shit. <laughs> Do we really want that to be what's being fed back to us? A lot of us regret things that we've posted that we just can't get off of the internet anymore. What do we do about all that? And these are huge questions and it's hard for any individual to answer. And I think we all have to come to our own conclusions and do again, what we feel is right. It's so interesting to be inundated all the time with information, to be inundated all the time with advertising. Honest to God, like that's my biggest frustration with all of it is that it's all advertising and the people that are most using these technologies are advertising to you and trying to make products to sell you. And they're trying to make you want them because that's what they do. And they're so good at it. You guys, they're so good at it. Be aware. I guess that's my cautionary tale this week is just be aware of how much you're being sold some shit. Be aware of how everything out there is pretty much telling you buy this, buy this, buy this. And Decide for yourself, like, wow, do I really want that to be most of my existence is just listening to people tell me what to think, what to buy, how to do, and how to feel. I don't want that, not for anyone. I want everybody to be able to just exist and be as they are and feel how they feel. It's not that we don't need stuff. We do. We all need to eat. We need homes. We like beauty. We like to hang out with our friends. Like, these are real needs. 
But my God, there's so many products, so many products. <laughs> and it's like there's so few places to escape unless you turn it all off. And for me, I think that has been what's been calling to me is like, just turn it all off. I don't feel like I'm missing out when I turn it off. I notice it for the first few days, like when I got off of Facebook and just stopped using it. I don't feel like my life is any less for not being on there. I actually feel like it's way better. I don't really play on Instagram. Everybody's doing TikTok. I don't really do that. People will show me stuff. It's not like I'm unaware that it exists. But for me, because I'm so few of my few of my times, dear Lord, can I speak English? I am not on it that much. It's far more obvious to me all of the product positioning and the motives of the people that are posting. And I recognize also as a business owner that a lot of times, like on Facebook, social media in general, people are posting things trying to get you to buy something. It's what I would do too when I was making stuff. I'd be like, oh gosh, I probably should be trying to sell whatever. And I've kind of dropped that now. I'm like, you know what? People will find me if they need me. I love life coaching. I think I'm pretty good at it. If you think I'm good at it, please come reach out to me. But I don't want to subtly manipulate you into trying to buy my stuff all the time. And I catch myself doing it sometimes because it is just our nature. But I'm aware of it. And I hope that you are too. <laughs> Be aware of how much people are trying to sell you shit. That is the cautionary tale for this week. And be aware of everything that you put out there, how it's going to be used, and whether you want it to be used that way or not, it will be. That's the other thing too. So like the more present you are in these circles, the more likely it is that your identity, your opinions, your whatever, your voice can get taken by these technologies. And how is it going to be used I guess that's up to us. I think some people would say, then maybe we should be in control of it. And if I learn how to use it myself, then I have more control. And that actually probably is true. Again, we have to make our own decisions about that. Mm, so tough. Friends, I hope that you are just aware of what's going on around you, that you are considering all of these things, not to get wound up about it, not to have stress about it, but to really make a conscious and informed decision about how you want to show up or how you notice that things are being used and how they're being used to manipulate you or that you're using it to manipulate others. Just be aware. Mm. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.